0: What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton.
1: And I'm your co host, Clint Walton.
0: In today's episode, We're going to talk about the difficulty that many people struggle with as it pertains to their spirituality versus the religious beliefs that they might have grown up with their entire lives. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I had the privilege of taking one of my clients to his first Reiki session yesterday. As you sit there, if you're not familiar with what Reiki is, it's essentially a form of alternative medicine, and your Reiki master will use. A lot of hands-on touch when it comes to the physical healing through universal energy. There's a lot more that goes into this, and that might sound woo-woo for some people. But for anybody who's gone through the evolution of increasing their spirituality, at some point or another, I believe that you start to go down this path of expansion, I know for me, meditation was really the first step that led me into my growth spiritually altogether. And Clint had his own awakening, so to speak, when it comes to being able to further grow and expand on his religious beliefs based on diving into some new techniques that weren't necessarily taught or brought up in the church or in his own Christian methodology when it comes to belief. And I point this out because As my client is in doing his session, Clint and I are in the waiting room, and I can tell outside of the lobby, there was a man trying to figure out where he was going. Our Reiki master has an office in a very difficult location. She's really hard to find the first time that you go there. And that's another reason why I made sure that I met my client there during his first session. This gentleman makes his way into our lobby, and he asks if this is where the Reiki is done. We greet him, we tell him it is, and he takes a seat and he just starts sharing his story with us.
1: And it was really amazing just to see how open he became with us almost instantly. He started talking about his past and his Christian beliefs and how it seemed like to him that the Reiki or the energy healing kind of went against everything that he's ever been taught within the Christianity religion or within people at the church. And as he's talking to us about this, it was really interesting to see his, I want to say not rationale, but his way of explaining it, the process through for himself. And he starts talking about vibrations and just the megahertz that we can feel within our bodies and and they have some sort of healing technique.
0: And one thing he pointed out was the amount of research that he's done on Reiki and what led him to showing up yesterday as open and aware as he did. His first experience with an energy healer was 4 years ago and he felt something deep inside of him that he could not conceptualize. And because he could not conceptualize this, it started to create this amount of limiting belief and self-doubt. And he definitely created this argument within himself as it pertained to everything he was taught religiously. And I almost got the sense that he felt that some people might construe Reiki as a practice of witchcraft, and it has nothing to do with witchcraft, and I think Clint's right. He was demonstrating his own rationale and looking for acceptance. And I think the reason he was so open with us on the onset was because we were his people. We were sitting in the lobby of, of the, very, the very session that he was about to walk into himself. And he explained that for the past four years, he's been so diligent with his research. And he pointed out that A long time ago, when Mozart's music first came to be, that there were people that swore by the fact that his music had healing powers. And I am not too well versed on megahertz, but he explained that in those days, the sound waves that were projected are not anything like how they are today. And he believes that there's a limitation that was deliberately placed on music or certain awareness as it pertains to the things that we take in. And he wanted to further explore that. And it took him four years to come to the space to where he was ready to do that for himself.
1: And as he continued to talk with us, he started citing Bible verses and really diving deep into what God or Jesus says within the Bible about vibrational patterns and explaining in those verses, how it rationalizes it's okay to seek this type of healing.
0: And I can tell that he was a little nervous and apprehensive and I could have talked to him for much longer than we had the opportunity to. And my client and our Reiki master had finished with my client session and came out and this gentleman stood up and I can tell how happy he was with our relationship as the four of us just started talking about just the connection in general to one another. The Reiki master came out and immediately held my hand and we were just sharing energy. And to be in such a love and warming environment, the question that I had posed to this man was, how could you take a practice like this and further incorporate it and embrace it in a way to where it expands on what your religious beliefs are? You see, as you sit there, I don't believe that there is any sort of disconnect from having this level of spiritual connection and leaning into the God that you believe in, whatever that is for you. And his argument, the main argument was, how could this be something so impactful? And I know that it is because I felt it, and yet it's not taught in the church. And he even shared with us that he prayed up until that very morning for God to give him the reassurance that he was doing the right thing and that he wasn't going against anything that he's learned biblically, and it was very blatant how well versed he was when it came to being very educated on what the Bible has taught him throughout his life.
1: And. It's really interesting to see because we've talked about the societal belief in what you should and shouldn't do. And he actually brought up that point of it's not looked at as a common practice within society. And he didn't know where to look for any positive response surrounding it. And so he leaned into it. He read about it more. He decided to just go through with it. And from what I saw, it's been hugely impactful for him.
0: And another thing I want to point out that I can remember from his conversation yesterday was one of his final comments where he said that even after praying to God this morning, he knew that he could not ask for the answer that he was seeking from any man here on earth. And that the only person the only being, the only higher power that he could seek an answer from was from him to be able to further lean into his spiritual practice and build that connection on his higher power by praying to God up until that very morning. And that led him to showing up in the space that he did yesterday, open to receive whatever gifts he might have received from his own Reiki session that morning. And I think it takes a really strong individual to be brought up in the church the way that he seemingly was, and to follow the rules, there's an air quote around that as you listen, and then to experience something that doesn't necessarily abide by those rules in the sense that it was never taught to him. And then to go a step further and to decide to explore that on his own, not because of curiosity, but because of something that he felt and experienced four years ago And that burning desire to want to revisit that in order to further expand on his spirituality. And as you sit there, I wonder if there's any moments in your own life where you've conformed and abided by this certain standard, this structure, this set of rules, and then something sparked your interest, but there was this negative pull towards you to where you didn't know if that was the correct direction that you should go in or not, because nobody else around you was doing it. Have you ever leaned into that and further explored it on your own and saw it through in a way to where you found comfort and you found the answers that you were looking for? It's really hard to be a black sheep. It's hard because society has conformed our lives in a way to where there's very specific things that we're supposed to do in order to live a wholesome and righteous life. I almost feel like I'm spitting out that word righteous. It it literally hurts. I can feel it in my chest to say that because righteousness does not have to be something that is single formed. I believe that righteousness is what you know to be pure and true for yourself and not necessarily what somebody tells you it's supposed to be. And with the evolution and expansion of everything that we have in terms of resources nowadays, I mean, we can look up a YouTube video and get into an incredibly deep state of meditation just by watching and clicking on a button and getting into that own space of our own. And that doesn't mean that we need to be surrounded by a congregation that's telling us that it's supposed to be a certain way. We all experience and feel lives in a different way, based on our past experience and our own ambitions, our own intellect. There are a lot of things that compile into this magnificent brain source that we have. And I think it's a shame to not further explore that in any way that you deem fit. And when you have the strength to do that, and you allow yourself to open up in a way that you know feels right, right? in a way to where you're creating your own righteousness and your own self being, and one that drives you in a way to where you're allowed to fully encompass what it means for you to be spiritually connected to a higher power, then you're really able to enjoy your tactical living.